the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 3, Elijah got up and ran for his life, and he went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and he left his servant there. Elijah is running. Because he thinks that Jezebel can take his life. But I want to remind you, don't run, don't run, because they can't take away from you anything that God has given you. Y'all hearing what I'm saying? They can't take away your ability to make money because it's God who supplies seed to the sower. They can't hurt you because no weapon formed against you can prosper. Help me here. They can't ruin your promotion because promotion doesn't come from supervisors. Oh, help me. It don't come from evil people over top of you. No, promotion doesn't come from the east nor from the west. All promotion comes from God. And so they can't touch your promotion. If you do a promotion, it's coming in the name of Jesus. Stop running. You running from one job to another. Somebody, they won't promote me over here. I'm going to go over there. They can't stop your promotion. Stop letting Jezebel lock you up with idle threats and idle promises when she can't touch you. Oh, help me here. They can't mess with you, so stop running because this race is not given to the swift. Stop running, Lord have mercy, because if I'm walking with God, you can walk through hell and not be burned. I'm trying to help somebody. Stop running. Stop running. Just, just take your time and walk with God. God got you. And Elijah then jumped up and runs. And then the Bible says he left his help behind. Can I talk to somebody right here? Can I just stick a pin in it? I need you to understand something. The enemy wants you to leave your help behind. Lord, help mercy. I don't know if any of y'all watch Nature Channel, but what I learned in watching Nature Channel is that when lions go out hunting and they go out to go after the prey, if there's a flock or a group or a herd, what they're after is trying to isolate one from the rest of the herd and if they can isolate one from the rest of the herd they'll pounce on that one and they'll have dinner for the night y'all hearing what I'm saying and so I want you to understand something when you're walking through a Jezebel hell the objective is is to get you by yourself and that's why I say stop running stay with the herd Lord have mercy stay with the flock don't run from church run to church don't run from the ministry run to the ministry don't run from the people that are helping you Run to the people that are helping you. Don't leave nobody behind who's got your best interest at heart because the enemy just wants to get you by yourself so he can destroy you in a Jezebel hell. 
It's all in your mind. Ain't nothing real. She can't do nothing to you except cause you to go crazy because you are afraid of her threats. And her threats are idle because your God is so much bigger than she is. And I say, don't run. Stop running. And the second thing picks up in verse number four. I'm going to say, stop quitting. Listen. But he himself, with a day's journey into the wilderness, came, sat down under a broom tree and prayed that night that he might die. And he said, it's, it's enough. Now, oh Lord, take my life, for I'm no better than my father's. Elijah is quitting here. Elijah runs away from this threat of Jezebel, and he gets out in the wilderness after he's left his help behind. He's all by himself. He got nobody to tell him, Elijah, man, this don't even sound right, dude. He got nobody to remind him because he's pushed all them people away. He's got nobody just saying, you know what, you need to read this scripture this morning, Elijah. He got nobody to tell him that. And so he's all by himself. So the enemy got him where he wants him. And it's there under the broom tree. He looks up to God, prays to God, God, take my life. It's enough. I can't take no more of this. This Jezebel got me on the run. Lord, have mercy. And I'm scared for my life. Well, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, Elijah. See, this is what happened. You in a Jezebel hell. Stuff you say don't even make sense. Why are you praying, Lord, take my life? If you wanted God to take your life, you should have stayed back where you were and let Jezebel take it. And now you quitting. Watch this. Elijah's gotten to a place where he's quitting. I quit on life. I don't want to live no more. I can't take it no more. I just need to take some pills, go to sleep. God, take my life away from me. I give up. I throw in the towel. And sometimes your Jezebel hell will push you to a place that you feel like just giving up and throwing in the towel. Lord, I just want to cover my head up under this covers and go to sleep and never wake up again. God, just let me cut my wrist. God, let me commit suicide. I just want to get out of here. And I'm trying to tell you, you don't have to commit suicide. You don't have to run. You don't have to quit. Stop quitting. You've got a God who's bigger than this. Lord, have mercy. And, and here, he's quitting, but watch this. He's quitting on life, and he's quitting on God. Can I help somebody right here? Because a lot of times folk run around, they quitting on stuff, and they don't realize you ain't quitting on the other people. You're quitting on God. You're not quitting on the people in that ministry. You're quitting on God. And, and Elijah's gotten to the place. He's ready to quit on God. He's a prophet of God, and now he's ready to quit. Quit on life. Quit on God. Just, just enough. I can't take no more. I'm no better than my father's. Well, Elijah, let me help you with something. And if you got the attitude, Elijah, before you got to this place, you wasn't no better than your father. God didn't bless you because you were so good. God didn't favor you because you were so excellent. God blessed you in spite of yourself. Can I help somebody right here? God's not waiting for you to, to be so good before he blesses you. God blesses you when you messed up, when you tore up from the floor. He was blessing you. And so it ain't about how good you are and how perfect you are no god was blessing you when you was a mess don't quit because you think somehow that you need to evaluate yourself your merit of blessing or favor based on somebody else you compare well i ain't as good as them so i don't really deserve that kind of favor well the grace of god is favor that you can't earn and don't deserve anyhow and god's giving it to you when you didn't even ask for it 
And here is Elijah. He's quitting, talking about I'm not no better than my father's. Well, you wasn't no better in the first place when God was allowing you to call down fire from heaven. You wasn't no better. When God was allowing you to speak and it didn't rain, you wasn't no better. When you was running through the rain and you beat the horses, you wasn't no better. And all those supernatural things that God has done in your life, you wasn't no better then. And so guess what? God ain't caring about whether you're better or not. God chose you to bless you. And don't let Jezebel lock you up and put you in a hell and tell you you're not deserving of it. Stop quitting on God. In verse number five, I want you to see this. Because what God does, God sends a messenger. Lord Jesus. He lay down, sleep, went, went back to sleep. He says, look, I just want to die. God sent a messenger. An angel touched him and said to him, arise and eat. I love this. God won't let Elijah quit. And he won't let you quit either. That's why he sent a messenger to tell you this morning, stop quitting, Lord Jesus. Don't you quit. Don't you throw in the towel. Don't you let Jezebel get the best of you. No. God sent a messenger. And the messenger tapped Elijah on the shoulder and said, Elijah, arise and eat. I stopped by to tell you, get up and eat. Eat this word of God. Take in the nourishment of God. Take in the message of God. God's got plans for you oh help me Jesus Elijah took the food ate the food drank the water lay back down I'm going to tell you like I tell Elijah in this situation Elijah get your rest but don't stay there get yourself up arise and eat because the journey ahead of you is too far you ain't going to make it on what you got left you ain't going to get out of this Jezebel hell with the little bit of stuff you've been doing now arise and eat nourish yourself get yourself ready for this journey we've got a long way to go elijah get up arise and eat and i want to tell you today Kettering, arise and eat live streamers arise and eat radio broadcast arise and eat my brothers over here arise and eat my sisters over here arise and eat you don't need to quit you don't need to throw in the towel you don't need to run no God has your back he won't let you quit you mean too much to him and he didn't quit on you when they nailed him to a cross he didn't quit on you when they mocked him up there and said if you be the son of God bring yourself down he didn't quit but he kept on dying and don't you dare quit on God because Jezebel made a threat against you your Jezebel has no control over you your Jezebel has no power in your life and God is saying to you stop quitting stop running I've got plans arise and eat Get some strength. Elijah got up, took some food in, and the Bible says the food that he took in carried him for 40 days and 40 nights. I'm trying to help somebody right here. God can give you in a little bit what can sustain you for a long time, but you got to eat what he gives you. Lord have mercy. And I believe that God has sent this word today. 
I don't know who it's for, but he sent this word to let you know that you need to stop quitting. You need to stop running. Stop letting Jezebel have control over your life. Stop letting the messages of old. Stop letting the exes control you. Stop letting the boss man dictate your life. Stop letting somebody else cause you to believe they've got some authority over you. They've got no power over you. You belong to God. You were bought at a price. And the price was his precious blood. Stop running, Elijah. Stop quitting, Elijah. God has great plans ahead of you. And the last thing, I'm out of your way because Elijah kept on running. Verse 8, he arose, he ate and he drank, went to strength there for 40 days. There he went into a cave, spent the night in the cave. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Um, here's my last point. I'm done. Answer the question and stop having a pity party. God asks a pointed question to Elijah. Elijah, what are you doing here in this cave? I... I I called you out, Elijah. I blessed you, Elijah. I I transferred my power to you, Elijah. What are you doing here? Why are you in Jezebel's hell? What are you doing? See, we need to answer that question. What are you doing here? What are you doing scared? What are you doing? Why, Why are you running? Why are you quitting? What are you doing here? Has God not shown you that he will take care of you? What what are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah, I've proven to you, Katerin, I've proven to you over and over and over again that I will take care of you. So so what are you doing? What are you doing here? He asked the question. He asked this question twice. What are you doing here, Elijah? Because you ain't got no business running from Jezebel. You ain't got no business being afraid of idle threats. You ain't got no business believing the lie that somebody told you that ain't even true and something they can't even, they can't even execute. I had somebody call me the other day. And uh, they, they said, it was, a, it was a spam call. And they said, um, uh, we, we from the, I think it was RRS. We're from the IRS. Amen. And, and we, we're, we're, we got your information here. And um, it appears that you owe a lot of money to the IRS. And, and we need you. I think they left the message on the voicemail. I can't remember. I think my wife said, left part of the message on the voicemail. Uh, we need you to do this, this, this. Like go get this, this um, you know, go, to, well, go somewhere and get a debit card or something. Put so much money on debit card. And so when I listen, I'll listen to the message. And I'm thinking to myself, first of all, I don't owe the IRS nothing. Okay, friend, that's what I'm thinking to myself. I don't owe y'all nothing. I don't know what you call it. You called the wrong house. So I know that ain't true. You, that's a lie. So I identified that's the lie. That's a lie. And so then uh, we're going to come get you. Come on. Come, 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 come on, IRS. Come get me. Come on. That's what I'm thinking to myself. I'm sorry. I'm kind of bad like that. I'm kind of like, you know, because, you know, if I owed you something, that'd be one thing. But I don't owe you nothing. You come over here talking about I owe you something. You're going to get something you didn't pay for. Okay, that's just me. I'm sorry. That's, 
I'm just being for real, for real. And I'm thinking, you, you don't have no power over me. You, you've got no authority in my life. And so you don't need me being scared and running, trying to get some cards and, and buy some kind of, some, some debit cards to, so, so that you can rip me off. No, ain't no need me doing that because you don't have no authority over me. You've got no power over me. God is the one to whom I pay my tithes. Lord have mercy. God is the one whom I'm subject to. And the only reason I pay you is because he told me I need to pay you. And so I pay you so that I don't have no trouble with you. And then I honor him. Lord have mercy. Y'all need to hear this this morning. And so that's why I ain't scared when you call me talking about you owe me money. Because I know I don't owe you no money. I don't. Here, can I talk to somebody for real? I don't cheat on my tag. You know how some people just make up stuff, be putting stuff on. I'm talking about y'all now. So you just, you added extra kids you don't even have. I don't do that. I'm going to pay the man. Whatever it is I owe him, I'm going to pay him because I don't want to deal with him. I don't want to go to jail. I never wanted a jail ministry. I'm not going to jail for that. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to pay the money if I got to walk in slippers instead of shoes. They're going to get their money from me. But 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 I know this. They don't have power over me. And so you can't put me in no fear and cause me to start running and cause me to start quitting on God and quitting on my assignment because you've threatened me. You can't threaten me with what you can't touch me with and Lord have mercy and I've learned something because I read the word of God I've learned that you can't you can't touch my spirit Lord have mercy you can't touch my soul even the Bible says don't be afraid of the one that can touch your flesh because they can't touch your soul Lord have mercy you ought to be afraid of the one that can destroy your soul your body and everything that's the one whom I fear that's the one whom I've got allegiance to and so I say to you this morning stop running stop quitting Lord have mercy answer the question stop throwing the pity party Lord have mercy because Elijah after he says to God after God asks him Elijah what you doing here Elijah start throwing a pity party y'all know how it go oh Lord I've been faithful Lord I've been good Lord I, I've been diligent for you but everybody else see he start looking at other but the other folks them Israelites they, they hard headed Lord they stiff necked Lord you know I did everything you told me to do I've been zealous for God it's right there in the text I've been zealous for you, Lord, but they've been rebellious, God, and they haven't done what you told them to do. And God, and, 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 and then I did everything you told me, Lord, and then they didn't kill all the other prophets, and now they're coming to kill me. Lord, 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 they're trying to take my life. Man, get up! Stop throwing a pity party. Ain't no pity party for you. Get up, rise up and eat. It's time to get up from your crying spot. It's time to get up out of your Jezebel hell. And you tell Jezebel, if you so bad, come get me. If you think you can do what you said you can do, I'm watching my watch. You get your little self over here and I'll introduce you to a God who will take you out of this place. You come on if you think you bad. Jezebel, if you think you can take my job, let me introduce you to Jesus. You think you can take my house? Let me introduce you to Jesus. You think you can take my destiny? Let me introduce you to Jesus. Let me introduce you to the one who spoke existence into my life. Who spoke me into existence. Let me introduce you to the one who's already determined where I'm going to be and how I'm going to get there. And whether you in the place or not, he'll move you out of the way. You come on, Jezebel. If you think you've got power over me, I'm going to show you power. Lord have mercy. I know the God I serve. Ah, he's able to do impossible things. I know a God 
who will take an empty womb and he'll put a baby in an empty womb. I know a God, Lord Jesus, who can take two fish, five loaves of bread, and feed 5,000 and have leftovers instead. I know a God who can go to a cross, give his life on a cross, die on a cross, be buried in a tomb, and three days later, get up with all power in his hand. I know a God that you can't hurry. I know a God that he'll be there in a hurry. I know a God that's bigger than any Jezebel hell that you want to put me in. So stop running. Stop quitting. Answer the question and stop throwing a pity party. Pity party time is over now. Glorify God. Raise him up. Raise him up. Raise him up. Don't let Jezebel have your life. Don't let Jezebel ruin God's destiny for you. Don't let Jezebel speak into you. You let Jezebel know, I don't don't want to hear nothing you got to say. I don't want to hear your messages because I know where they come from. They come from the father of lies. And everything you say is a lie. And I'm not moved by lies. I only am moved by the truth of God. Because I gave my life to him. Somebody need to say, I gave my life to him. A long time ago, I'm trying to help somebody here. And he holds my future. And he's the one that said he'll supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. He's the one. Lord, help me here. I'm trying to quit. That loves me like no other. He's the one that'll come get me when I'm in trouble. He's the one who will rock me in the cradle of his arms. He's the one who will wipe tears from my eyes. Lord, I love you, Jesus. Lord, you've been too good to me. Lord, I praise your name because you're worthy to be praised. Lord, help us today to get out of our Jezebel hells and to live our lives for you in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Let it be so, God. Let it be so. Father, in your name, we need you in this place. Oh, yes, Lord God. Somebody's walking through a Jezebel hell. Lord God, it's, it's an illusion. It's a trap of the devil. It's a threat that has no teeth. It's a toothless lion. It can't devour you unless you run. It can't devour you unless you quit. It can't devour you unless you fail to answer the question and fail to stop having a pity party. Rise up, children of God, and eat. For there is yet a journey ahead that we need strength for. We can't afford to be walking around in a Jezebel hell that defeats us, disempowers us, and causes us to be frail for the work of the kingdom. Father, maybe there's someone here today
that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior of their life. I'm praying that today, God, you'll save them. Save them from Jezebel. Save them from the power of the devil. Rescue their life from destruction. Father, someone has drifted in their fellowship. Maybe it all got started because of a Jezebel in their life. Maybe that Jezebel was a person. Maybe it was a job. Maybe it was an institution. Maybe it was some historical data. But whatever that Jezebel was, God, I pray that you would cause that brother, that sister to come back to you today. That they would come back to the God who possesses all power in his hands. That they would restore the broken fellowship today. Rescue your children, Lord. Set them free from the traps, tricks, the devices that the Jezebels have set for them. Draw them, God, as only you can. Restore them afresh on this day. In the name of Jesus, who is the Christ, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in Kingdom Building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our Spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.